Hello, welcome to Free Will Science and Religion. I'm Chandler Klebs, and today I'm here with Jamie Soden. And today we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff, like laws that different countries have, and false accusations, and, and bullying, and weird stuff that people say, and how people want to shut down conversation, you know, when you're bringing up important issues. I mean, there's just so many crazy things, but... Like, I want to start by saying that people misunderstand and make all kinds of false uh, assumptions and accusations. Like, there was somebody recently who said that, I, that I'm, like, borderline pedophilia or something like that because I watch My Little Pony. And this isn't the first time I've gotten uh, criticized terribly for watching My Little Pony. I mean, because people are are saying it's sick and it's unhealthy for an adult to to watch My Little Pony, and I'm like, are you kidding? I don't see how though, because My Little Pony doesn't even depict pedophilia for a start. I mean, it's just it's just a freaking cartoon show um, about ponies in the magical magical um, fairy tale land who have their own communities, have their own conversations, and they, they're friends and all this other stuff, you know. It's, you know, it's stuff that would be considered normal in a real world, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and, and here's the deal. That show has, like, nothing sexual, really. That's the thing is, the horses, yeah, the horses don't even have genitalia or anything. It's a kid's show. That's the brilliance of it. That's why I like it. Because it's the only thing that you can watch or play or whatever that you know isn't loaded with a bunch of a bunch of sex and death and blood and all that stuff. In fact, from my memory of all I've watched, nobody ever even dies. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Um, now, somebody... but there is this in one episode. Like there was this character called Iron Will who tried to. Um you know, make um, one of the characters, like, you know, toughen up or something. Oh, yeah, I remember. Was that the bull? That Yeah, there was, like, this bull, and, like, Fluttershy went to, like, his seminar or whatever, or something like that. That was really weird because, yeah, he what what he did is he taught Fluttershy how to be mean. And, and apparently, you know, that, that didn't work out too well either. All it did was scare everyone away. You know, <laughs> so yeah, in, in fact, that that's a very important point because, you know, on one hand, we don't want to let these bullies get away with stuff, you know, when they're when they're making false accusations and death threats and slandering people online. But like we don't we don't want to let them just keep doing that. But at the same time, we don't want to turn into the bully like we don't want to be all mean back to them and do to them what they're doing to us. I mean, you don't you don't want any double standards about it. You don't want to become the monster you, you hate. You know what I mean? Exactly, so. and that's that's what I have trouble with, Jamie. Because I know, I mean, like I you, I know you know you sometimes you like you think I'm just really soft on people, you know. But really, what it is is I just plain don't know what to do. Well, it's not just that. I mean, you have your own beliefs. Um, you've actually integrated this uh, no free will paradigm into your lifestyle. Therefore. Or you're not in your own opinion and it's fine everyone's entitled to their opinions but in your own worldview no one is fundamentally to blame for anything because they were all caused to do what they did 
That's exactly right, Jamie, and that's why it's so important because I understand that, you know, people, they, they are caused to believe as they do, you know, based on their culture, with the religion taught to them, what their parents say, what their friends say, what the news stations say, you know, everything sets up their beliefs to think a certain way. And it's just like you pointed out, you know, UK laws are different from United States of America laws. Some of them, not all. Some some United States laws are the same as ours. And uh, you have to bear that in mind, you know, laws across like different states also vary, you know. Well, yeah. And then it raises the question, Jamie, why is something legal one place but illegal you know, just in a close location. You know, that's just weird. Like the geographical location determines the morality. How does that even work? <laughs> yeah, I know. I never uh, found much sense to that myself. I mean, I've been one. I've been wondering this ever since I was in college years ago. Why is it that different countries have all these different laws? Why can't we all agree to one universal law for each? You know, you know, said instance. You know what I mean? Yes, and in fact, I highly agree, Jamie, because here's the deal. Like, let's say that on any issue, like the whole world came to a consensus, like an agreement about any issue, and even if it was one that I didn't like, that's still better than what we've got now. You know what I'm saying? I want there to be an agreement. I don't want there to be these stupid political parties where they're where they have their views on all these political issues and then another group has all their views and I'm like why can't they agree why are are things never resolved I mean you have, you have all these different laws for different things but in the in the United States right the um the age for drinking is 21 and I can I can I kind of understand that because you know Brain science, as far as what news articles have been coming out with, right, as far as neuroscience is concerned, people are not really adults until they're um, until 25. Is that correct? Yeah, I've heard that before. Like, their brain isn't fully formed until then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what the news articles have been saying. Um, psychologists have been coming out saying that um, adulthood starts at the age of 25, uh, because that's when the frontal lobes are fully developed uh, and you're ma able to make rational decisions more. Yeah. yeah, and you know, this is very important because, you know, he here's part of the problem is we've got people who who aren't really ready to do things right. They're not adults and they're not capable of thinking uh, logically until much later in life. But, you know, when they're 16, they're allowed to drive a car and at, and at 18 then they're considered legally legally an adult in the US like for so many things except for like the alcohol thing like when you're 21 then that's the legal drinking age but alcohol is so harmful and damaging to people's brains that I mean I don't even know why alcohol is legal I mean it seems like it's just so harmful yeah and it seems like a double standard in our drug laws I mean Heroin and crack are illegal because they kill people. Well, eventually, if, if the addiction is allowed to continue enough or if they take enough of it. But alcohol and tobacco are legal. And it seems to me the only reason why they make these things legal is so, com um, so these 
not just the companies can profit off of them, but so the government can get tax money off of them, you know. Exactly, because notice that they don't like, for example, they don't ban cigarettes, but then they add taxes to them. It all seems to be driven by money, so I agree with you there. Yeah, it's, I mean, they say that money is the root of all evil, and in some sense, I guess you could say that's true, because um, money causes people to be greedy, doesn't it? Well, it's really weird, because, yeah, there's this certain greediness um, that people have. Like, they feel that they're entitled to things, that they deserve things more than other people, and it seems like they never have enough. Like, it seems like... Yeah, I don't I mean I don't really get it because they you know people who yeah, they keep um you know some people like you know are millionaires or billionaires but you know they store this money like they're going to live forever but someday they're going to die and then what's going to happen with their money? Yeah. I mean it can't take you with them, you know what I mean? Once it perished, every material item that you've ever acquired in your lifetime has become literally useless at the point of your death. Exactly, because you you can't do anything with it anymore. And you know what happens often? Like people, like their relatives, fight over who gets the money of the dead person, and it's all this this terrible fighting and nastiness. And I'm like, yeah, Solomon, yeah. it comes to that. You know, what I mean, people, relatives uh, have been known to um, screw people over in, in regards to inheritance and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, here's the deal. Like, Jamie, this whole thing about money and greed and stuff, look how much that drives people's behaviors. Look how many dis so-called decisions are based on money, showing once again how things are caused and people don't have free will because if they, if they truly had a free choice, well, it wouldn't be based on anything. Like, the very fact that it's so always based on money – is one of the things that showed me, well, you know, it's not like people choose to work a job. It's just that that's the way they've got to survive in society, you know, because they have to have money to buy their food, to pay their rent, you know. And so you look at it from that perspective, and so people are blinded by money. They want to make, yeah, they want to make money. The cigarette companies, the tobacco uh, you know, the tobacco companies, the alcohol companies, you know, and, and and people who sell the drugs that are illegal, well, they're making money too. So what's the difference between the legal or the illegal drugs? Except that for, for whatever reason, you know, people have legalized some and, and kept others illegal. Yeah, when I had um, George Ortega and my friends just on Facebook, um, I posted something about, you know, in regards to the drug issue and stuff. Like I, was, I wrote a comment saying... Um, legalize um, all drugs except, um, you know, for minors, you know, uh, don't allow kids to have them. Um, and when I said that, I meant, you know, make it legal for addicts to take them because we have this problem where the addicts are getting thrown in jail rather than being given help. You know what I mean? Especially in the United States. I mean, you know all too well that these people end up becoming convicts. For possession of weed, you know, marijuana, which doesn't kill anyone at all, from from my understanding, if it's taken in, in vapor or ingested, um, it can actually have some health benefits. There's medicinal marijuana um, that allegedly um, treats cancer. So, 
Yeah, I've heard of that stuff before, you know. And here's what's so interesting about it. You've got all sorts of crazy murderers and, and rapists and all sorts of dishonest stuff going on. And those people that don't get sent to jail, but then people who are smoking uh, some some drug, you know, well, then they get sent to jail. And I'm like, what's up with that? What What's up with this? Like, how is somebody being addicted to this drug, you know, um, how is that somehow worse than other people who are doing massive harm? Yeah. Yeah. How is, how has being a simple addict to a substance or whatever, right? Um, how is that, um, any worse than a wife beater or a child abuser or, you know, someone of that nature, you know? Yeah. I mean, let, let, yeah, let's be serious. There are some things that are actually causing harm and other things that aren't causing any harm. Like, take the people who are against gay marriage, for example. Like, they act like that's the worst thing ever, and I'm like, what's the problem? It's not hurting anybody, you know? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, this gay marriage stuff, I mean, I, I don't even know why um, they're still banned this stuff. Like, it's just, it's just asinine. Because at the end of the day, if two consenting couples um, are not doing any harm to society... What's the problem, you know? Exactly. If no one's being hurt, then it's fine. Uh, that's the way I look at it. And, yeah. And, and see, that's the thing. If somebody if somebody is um, using some drug, they're addicted to it, you know, like, well, that's the thing. And, you know, but for the most part, it's not something that affects people massively. Like when people are you know, going into movie theaters and or schools and shooting everybody or, you know, flying planes into buildings or, or bombing places, you know, or raping people or, or something, something where they're actually harming a whole bunch of other people. Like, so, like, I might feel bad for a person who's addicted to heroin or something, you know, um, because I, I don't want that to hurt them. And people who get addicted to these drugs, I understand a lot of it's depression, like they're depressed. And so they need some drug to like take the pain away. Um, and so I feel bad for them that they're in that situation, but them doing what they do is not hurting me or anybody else that I know of, you know? So it's, so it's kind of a weird thing. And so I don't think these people should be put in jail for that i mean that's that's crazy that's like you know when i mean you, could make, I mean you could make the argument that if they're taking these drugs around kids then i suppose in a way they're being a bad influence to their kids and stuff but i'd still say the drug addicts need help you know what i mean they're not they're not exactly they're not exactly psychopaths are they yeah no and here's what's so interesting about it is people they have this weird idea like that people should like they don't a lot of people are all about oh this person did this thing that we think is bad so they must be punished but they don't have they don't try to try to help them they don't try to they don't have any compassion or understanding about why the person's doing that and a lot of that's because they believe that people make choices out of nothing and that they have free will and that things aren't caused <laughs> you know yeah it's just it's just just a bunch of hypocrisies in our like um, society and the legal system too. I mean, we 
we have like racism and sexism in the judiciary. Like um, there was this article that um, I posted on um, Facebook a while back. I think I posted it in 2014. I think. Um, did Did you remember me posting saying about this? Where this like woman, uh, she was arrested for uh, molesting a 13 year old, but then the 13 year old. When he turned 14, he was made to pay child support after she conceived a child. I was like, how does that work? You know, a rape victim being made to pay child support, what? Just because he's a male? That's what I'm thinking. Because we have this problem in society where the male is usually blamed for the woman, you know, giving birth to a child. You know what I mean? And especially in this case, it is disgusting. You know what I mean? It is disgusting. Yeah. They'll blame it on the victim, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's sure. Yeah, that's a weird case. That's an unusual case. But yeah, that's really kind of messed up. And, you know, and here and here's one of the problems I have, like, you know, about the whole thing. Um, well, you know how um, like, I mean, I do think it's it's good in in case for in a lot of cases for men to pay child support, you know, for the children that they really that they and they caused to. To be there, you know, yeah. and 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 I certainly in a lot of cases, yes. But this is a different scenario. We're, right. we're talking about we're talking right. about someone who was a victim who was manipulated into it. You know what I mean? And not only this, right? Why is it that only the men have to pay? Why not the woman? Why can't they just like pay fifty-fifty towards a child? They, you know, in regards to adults, adults, uh, adult relationships. Sorry, both man and woman in my opinion, should be made to, you know, go halves on their, you know, supporting their child and stuff. Because if it's just the male who has to pay it, then that's not really fair, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, and the situation you were talking about where it, so it's some, some woman, some adult woman who raped a 13-year-old boy, something like that, that's what you were saying? Yeah, there was a, yeah, it was a news article I posted. I believe I posted this on, um, yeah, I posted it on my my wall at some point, but I can't rem- remember exactly when. I can't seem to find it either. But I know I posted something about that, and also I, po- I also posted something about it on Twitter a while back, but I can't remember that either. So. Yeah, and you know, here's one of the things that really bugs bugs me is that like, it, it's kind of weird. Note it like in this kind this is kind of strange, but you know how with the abortion thing, like, um. If a, if the woman does give birth to the child, then the men are expected to pay child support, you know. And so here's what this does is that then men pressure women into aborting their children so that they so that these men that they don't have to pay child support. And so yeah, and so then it's like, well, I don't want to pay child support, so kill the baby, and that's just sick, you know. Yeah, yeah, taking life's taking a life. You know, I don't, I don't support abortion in this kind of a scenario. But if a woman's too, ir- if a parents are too irresponsible to look after a child, then I can understand um, abortion or even justify it in that way. Because if parent, if a parents are too stupid or it's too immoral to look after a child, then they shouldn't be allowed to have children. And that's just my take on it. Yeah, and I know what you're saying, Jamie. And see, here's the deal is steps need to be taken toward preventing these stupid people from conceiving children in the first place. <laughs> it, I mean, that there's a, there's a lot of people who disagree with me on the abortion, but, the, but they agree with me on that. Like, 
you know, what can we do to keep, you know, all these teenagers who don't know what they're doing from get, from getting pregnant in the first place? Because there's just so there's just so many problems, you know, um, and it's difficult because, yeah, I mean, it get, it gets it gets really messed up. And like, um, for example, you were talking about like, you know, the age of consent um, laws, um, something like that before. Like, um, yeah, explain that. Yeah, um, I was talking about like this problem where um, teenagers, right? Um, even when they're um, with a, um, a partner of similar age, sometimes you get these cases where the older partner is arrested and taken to court um, on sex abuse charges, even though the age difference is small and there might not have been any blackmailing in the relationship between the teenagers. We have this problem, I'm not, you know what I mean? And I get, I get accused of a lot of things when I bring this up, you know what I mean? I get false accusations like, um, like I did recently from someone. Um, what, what do you say? Oh, it doesn't even matter now, I suppose. But, um, oh, what was I? Can you remind me what I was going to uh, say? Um, you, I, I, well, I know that before you were talking like about, um, like, you know, yeah, kids of similar age, teenagers of similar age being like, um, arrested mm. or something like, yeah, 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 yeah um, I, I don't know. Do you remember I'll what to, you were going to I'll say? I'll have to find some examples because I know, I know this happens in the world. I mean, it's no secret. I mean, it, it happens. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different ballpark than an adult um, taking advantage of a minor. That's different, you know. What I mean, if an adult's taking advantage of a minor, that needs to be stopped. But when you're talking about two teenagers um, having sex, two teenagers of similar age, you're not going to stop that. Let's just face it, right? They're driven more hormones, aren't they? You know, and the fact that people don't have a free will means that they can't override their genetics and conditioning. They can't override the hormones that led them to have sex in the first place. So why not just like have, you know, cut these young couples some slack, you know what I mean? Because if, if it's two teenagers going in and out of each other, it's a different ballpark completely. You know? Yeah. And you know, what's really bad about it, Jamie, is people don't realize that, you know, like I didn't realize it before either. Like, um, but you know, yeah, teenagers, people aren't, can't stop these teenagers from having sex. And what's really messed up about it is that you have like all these people, like you know, these religious people who are who are like telling people, oh, they're sinning, going to hell if they have sex, you know, that sort of nonsense. Yeah, it's 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 there's just crazy stuff because people don't seem to get the idea that people are driven by their hormones, and they have all these expectations of people, and it's it's kind of crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they have these um, impossible to meet expectations. You know what I mean? Where they just don't want, like, you know, their kids. Um, they don't even want their kids going out with another kid. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just crazy. You know, because that's good. By the time they become a teenager, it's going to happen. More than likely, it's going to happen. You know, because they drip. Once their hormones start kicking in, um, they're not. How can I put this? 
It's a very sensitive issue, I know, but... Yeah, but it's one that needs to be talked about. Of, of course, yeah. The best thing we can do for these people is to educate them on the risks that sex involves, like sexually transmitted diseases. I've spoke about that recently on Twitter. And to a point, you can teach them about pornography, but don't show them graphical images. Don't even, don't even, you know, tell them where to go to find this stuff. Just educate them on the risks um, sex involves. And then, you know, see, you know, hope, hopefully, they'll make the right choices later on in life, you know. Yeah, you know, and here's what's interesting is, um, well, here's one of the interesting things. People, um, yeah, I mean, sex of any of any type is all risky, you know, because there's the the sexually transmitted diseases and, and, and then there is the whole pregnancy thing too, you know, and it's really kind of weird because... Each, and you could die... You could die by uh, giving a ch uh, birth to a child as well, apparently as well. Yeah, and yeah. Here's what's so, and here's what's so bad, Jamie, is that each each family has their own religion and their own moral moral system, where that they they expect everything to go by, and so it's really it's really kind of frustrating. Because people, like we were talking about that lack of agreement, you know, why can't, just like, the, why can't the countries agree on certain laws that are just a good idea everywhere? Why can't people come to a consensus on, on things like, you know, sexuality and what needs to be taught to these kids, you know? I mean, it'd be nice if there would, was an agreement that everybody could agree to and all work together as a team. Yeah. Um... Just um, don't know how. I, I just don't know the best way to approach this matter, to be honest, because it's just so many issues that we discuss are so sensitive, man. That people just jump at you with accusations, and I've been threatened for some of my opinions in the past. You know what I mean? Despite the fact that I come out of like you know completely reasonable things. You know, you you should not persecute people for a thought crime. You know, like um, in regards to this non-offending pedophile called Jack McClellan. Um, and others like him on Twitter, where they they become aroused by thoughts of children, but they don't act upon it. They don't like um, manipulate minors into sexual situations or anything anything like that. So I'm thinking, you know, in regards to these people, they're not psychopaths. They're not like um, irrational uh, people. Um, creating harm. I mean, you could argue that there is a risk involved with these people still, but give them counselling, you know, give, give them help. It's, you know, like with depressed people, I'm, I've got depression and, I, you know, I'm not afraid to say it. And um, I've got medication for, you know, depression and depressants. So if, you, if people can give, like, depressed people um, psychiatric help, why not do the same for these? You know, why not do the same for schizophrenics, bipolar disorder, uh, you know, non-offending pedophiles, whatever, right? Yeah. You know. It's the and, same thing, really. Yeah, but on the Steve Wilco show, this guy, this, this Steve Wilco guy, right, he was verbally attacking this Jack McClellan guy as if he was just some evil demon or something. You know what I mean? Even though he's never been 
convicted of child molestation or child pornography even once in his lifetime. You know, and that's bit. You know, the only thing he got arrested for was violating a restraining order. That that's to my knowledge. Um, there was a rumor about him putting a, c a camera in a girl's dressing room, but that was never substantiated. So I'm going to say what I believe that, that he hasn't done anything wrong at the moment. You know, but people blame him for his psychiatric disorder, and people call him names. And there was even a guy on YouTube who threatened to kill him. You know what I mean? There was, yeah, he even threatened, he even threatened, uh, said that if he met this guy, he would hit him over the head with a baseball bat or something. Yeah, you know, people, here's what's weird is you've got people who are making threats to do harm to people who haven't done anything wrong, you know? And so, yeah, that's crazy. And so, yeah, I think, I think, I'm, Jamie, I'm glad that you bring this stuff up. You know, I'm glad that you talk about this. Because, you know, I'm not really shy of controversy, and I think that the, the issues that people don't want to talk about, those are the things that need to be talked about. <laughs> yeah, those are the things that, yeah, I mean, you don't get anywhere unless you discuss a, a matter and come to an agreement on something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't get but you don't do that. Yeah, it's like I say, you don't solve problems by not talking about them. <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't just bury your head in the sand and hope it all will go away. You know what I mean? You need to discuss these things to try and come to some sort of conclusion that you can all agree on. And then, in, in regards to people's sexuality, right? A lot of this demonising is religion is driven by religion. Unfortunately, that happens to be the case because religious people are the most likely going to be the ones who say, "Oh, you're going to rot in hell because." Um, you think about same sex and all that stuff, you know what I mean? You think about, uh, you know, having sex with uh, someone um, of your same um, gender, whatever, you know? Yeah, it, it, yeah, I've never understood this, Jamie. Like, uh, it confuses me because, yeah, these people, they have this idea, like, they're taught by the religion that, oh, this is bad, you know, having sex when you're not legally married is bad, and same-sex marriage is bad and all these things are bad and like well why is it bad uh because the bible says so you know it's like well and I, but there's no reasoning behind it it's just what the religion teaches but they but it, they take it without even thinking about it yeah they just they just run they just run along with the dogma that's taught to them from childhood and don't even question it and it's just stupid you know People say that you shouldn't like have sex. Let me repeat. Let me let me repeat. Yeah, say if a couple's like both 25 or over, they both got jobs, they're not on welfare, and they're both able to look after children. Why shouldn't they be allowed to? You know, why shouldn't a couple be allowed to have sex just because they're not married? You know, maybe they can't afford a marriage. Maybe they can't afford the um, the cost that comes with it. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, really, and and really, here's the thing about marriage, like. Who defines that anyway? Like nobody it, – it's kind of one of those concepts like what is it, you know, and what what's the – yeah, it's to me it just seems like a bunch of nonsense. I don't believe that there is an actual thing called marriage anyway, but I'm like, hey, if people want to – if yeah, if people want to have a so-called legal marriage, well, good for them. And if people don't care about it and they just want to want to live together, I mean – I don't I don't really see how that is is harmful. 
you know. Yeah, I just don't see how that's harmful at all. And then we, and like you've like mentioned to me before, we've got this problem where people just can't come to an agreement on certain laws. Like, you know, we drink in regards to you know the age where you can drink alcohol, the age where you can drive, the age you can have sex, the age you can um, get rare at, or the legal system when it says you're an adult. I mean, the general um, consensus is they assume you're an adult at the age of 18, you know, and that's not even taking, that's not even taking neuroscience into consideration. You know, they just assume that you're an adult when you're, when you turn 18, even though um, articles have been coming out from psychologists, I believe, um, stating that adulthood doesn't start until you're in your twenties, not like 25 plus. You know. Yeah. It's really, it's really messed up because Here's what I've always wondered, Jamie. There's two things I've wondered. Like, you know how, like, it's like, you know, on your, like, on your 18th birthday, all of a sudden you magically turn into an adult. Now, how does that work? Have you ever wondered that? Yeah. People just don't question it. You know what I mean? They just, it's just, it's, not, it's, it's dogmatic, isn't it? You know what I mean? How do you tell if someone's an adult just because they turn 18? That's just a number. You can't just make a black and white issue out of someone's age. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's about as absurd as the people who think that you become a person as soon as you're born. <laughs> yeah, it's like like there's a magical time when you suddenly turn from one thing into another. Yeah. That's just, um, that's just when the legal system uh, says you're an adult, but... Even even though neuroscientific facts have been coming out stating that um, the contrary is true, you're not actually an adult until you're all, until you're over the age of eighteen. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you know what, Jamie? Like, I like when I see how much I've learned since I was eighteen. You know, when I was eighteen, I didn't know anything. <laughs> like seriously, man. You know, and this May, like, yeah, next month, May. I'm going to be turning um, 28, so it'll be 10 years past 18. And I can tell you that by the time I'm 28, I know a lot more than I did when I was 18. You know, I re yeah, well, you know what I think? Okay, I know that a lot of people would think this is nuts, but I think that the legal driving age should be raised to 30 years old. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, I can understand why you'd say that because you know, dri driving is um, a very dangerous thing, and people get into accidents, you know, because they, you know, they become intoxicated with alcohol while they're driving and stuff, you know. Yeah, seriously, man. You know, like they, yeah. I mean, driving is not a light matter. It's not just something that's just a thing. I mean. You know, because you're out there, and if you do one thing wrong, a lot of people can die. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. You know, saying to George Ortega in regards to aging consent law, and I agree with, like, you know, I think the UK has it balanced um, in regards to the age of consent for sex. Like, 16 is... Um, well, you're already physically mature. Mentally, um, mental maturity... Mm, it depends. I mean, it's it's not the same for everyone. Not everyone's like responsible enough to have sex at that age. I get that, right? But there are some sixteen-year-olds who are quite mature for their age, you know, and they can't, they can, they can make certain decisions 
like that, you know, for themselves at the age of 16. And um, my country's had that age of consent law for, you know, since since before I was even born. You know, so you can't blame me for, you know, growing up in a developed nation that has a law different to some states of the United, you know, United States of America. You know, some some um, countries might disagree with that. Some countries might say you're not old enough for sex until you're 18 or 25. You know, well, you know, that just shows that we've got an inconsistency problem with our legal systems, you know. Yes, definitely. And it's not like that there, any one country is the one right country and every other country is wrong. That's just so dumb. Yeah. Yeah, we need to come to, you know, some sort of agreement, you know what I mean? I mean, places... Some places in Europe have um, got it up and down as well, like with their laws, and people just can't seem to make their minds up anymore. You know? Yeah, and you know what's really bad about it, it, and here's one problem, is that there's like this relativism going on where people are like, oh, there's no morality, there's no right or wrong, there's nothing true or false. Let's just let everybody do whatever they want and let everybody believe whatever they want. And you know, that drives me kind of crazy because – they're saying, oh, well, let's have no standards. Let's not have any agreements. And I'm like, okay, by that definition, if you're going to be that way, get rid of governments and laws completely anyway. Because if there's no standards at, uh, upon which we should live and how we should do things, then you might as well just ab abolish all countries and their laws altogether. Yeah, if you, if you can't come to an agreement, if you, if you just keep fighting over this stuff, then, you know, you're – you're hurting your own cause, basically. You know, what I mean, you you just you're just defeating yourself. Why don't you know just come to an agreement on something where um, it becomes um, good for the highest number? You know, that's how it's, that's how it's normally been. You know, for the humanity, they they usually do things that benefit the greatest number of like, people. Yes, and I'm glad you said that, Jamie, because that's the way I, is the only way that makes sense. You know what I mean? Whatever works best for the the most people is really the the best we can do, you know. It does it it doesn't seem to me like there should be you know a rich one percent who's running who spends you know tens of thousands of dollars running for political office so that they can make rules for the rest of everybody else that they don't even know, you know. There because then it's all done based on whatever whatever those idiots think rather than what's good for the people in general. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what? And um, uh, you said something about um, there's some things that people shouldn't be allowed to say in regards to the issue of free speech and stuff. Like, um, like we already have laws against threats, and um, to some extent we have laws against um, slander, I believe. Um, but... Um, yeah, laws are not strict enough on, you know, in regards to false accusations, though, you know. Yeah, and see, on one hand, like, I think, like, you know, freedom of speech, like, I think people should be able to say what they think about things, you know, but, but here's the deal, that when people just go around making false accusations about people that just aren't true, well, somebody needs to do something about that because, well, you know, People believe false things about people, and you can't do anything with false information, and people will get mad. It's like, 
Yeah, and I just yeah, it just drives me crazy. You know what I mean? Because that's the that's my one problem is I don't think anybody should be lying. It's one thing if you disagree about some issue, but when you're just when you, when you're just lying about people and you've got the and what you're saying about them is just simply not true, then there just needs to be a a peaceful talk about things. You know. There just needs to be a civil discussion about it. Yeah, it needs to you know put an end to it and stuff. And you know. We've had like you know false accusations made against us because we have, I mean we have the guts to discuss things that need to be discussed, you know. So, yeah. We're, and we're we feel so strong. We feel so strongly about certain discussions, um, you know, in regards to gay marriage, abortion, and you know laws, um, you know, about drugs and about sex and whatever, right? Um. I had, a, I had an accusation from, like, you know, some idiot saying uh, that they sh um, he claimed I said, uh, or he claimed that I would say that age of consent should be abolished or lowered, and I never, never even said that even once. All I said in regards to it is that there's stupidity involved in it where it persecutes teen couples of similar age. There's stupidity involved in some legal systems where they they just um, abuse laws just for sensationalism or whatever, you know. Yeah, I don't know, man. And people are are being re really crazy, and laws are changing all the time. And you know, it shows me that there's no consistency, like there's no agreed upon standards in place because people are just changing laws one way, then changes laws the other way. And I, and I don't know really how the UK is, but Jamie, I can tell you the United States of America is not united in any way. It's kind of like that in the United Kingdom. I mean, people just, you know, argue over the silliest things all the time. I mean, you only have to see the Jeremy Carl show to see that, man. Well, yeah, yeah, your, your place, they call it the United Kingdom. And that's what's so funny. They talk about, they call it united, but it's so disconnected. Yeah, it's kind of funny. You know what, Jamie? This has been a really good talk. We've talked about a lot of important issues in such a short time, really. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it's been it's a little yeah, over four, it, it's a little over forty minutes. So, mm -hmm. do you think we should end it? Uh, yeah, we discussed all we needed to. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to free will science and religion this has been chandler klebs and jamie soden maybe we'll get to talk about more important issues like these in the future bye bye for now